like I'm sure you guys have seen like over time that like, rappers and baby moms and this whole trend like it's become something really popular like we see it amongst so many rappers like Lil Wayne even Wizkid Sierra Future especially like we see that they're actually especially Future he's kind of glorified for having all of these baby moms and so many girlfriends and stuff uh, toxic exactly very toxic like how do you guys like feel about that like um do you guys think that like do you agree with what I'm saying that it's become like a trend like a popular trend yeah no I'd agree with that I think um it's definitely a lot more glorified with like male rappers as well compared to um women rappers because mm-hmm. yeah like literally what you said about like people are like such like fans of future because he's that type of person to like mess with girls and then leave them like that's on twitter people literally put up yeah future's like my (laughs) like my role model yeah there was this guy in our uni he literally said oh let's let's not let's not someone's handle someone's twitter handle was at king of toxic mask i said mask (laughs) do better but if oh my gosh and i just remembered it flips like because you know i'm laurie harvey like how she's kind of like the 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 women yeah kind of version yeah exactly yeah because she's kind of like you know she's had her boyfriends and stuff but the way she is hated on so much like compared to future Mm, yeah it's crazy yeah it's not nice it's like men the double standards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly i think definitely men have more freedom to express themselves especially like rappers and like sexually as well like when they talk about like their promiscuity and stuff and it's like yeah women it's just it's there's always so negative but you're literally talking about the exact same thing yeah Yeah, this this actually reminds me of something that um mh said in one of our um very earliest episodes and she said like we've been taught and conditioned as we've been growing up that um sex is something that men do but happens to women like men are the only ones seen with active sexual agency women are seen Mm. as you know being without agency without freedom we're just meant to things are meant to happen to us we're not meant to be the ones that go actually out there so when you see a woman who is sexually liberated like people find it almost like grotesque you see it in the reactions to like warp you see it in you know people's reactions to city girls even when there's discussions on the tl there's definitely two different standards for men and women and it stinks y'all because men are just spreading their seed anyhow no one wants to keep them in check. Yeah. That reminds me, mm. even there's a song called Dropping Seeds with Lil Wayne and Tyler the Creator. Oh, and that reminds me of, oh, oh. <coughs> oh wow. Literally on wow. Tyler the Creator's album Flower Boy, it's called Dropping Seeds. And oh, they don't wow. even check his biblical references, ironically. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> the whole song is like, like, God, like Adam in the Garden of Eat. I said, oh. Oh, my. Wow. I just find Tyler the Creator really weird. I don't know. Yeah, I just like, can't. I do not like that man. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fam. I'm not involved. You're hitting on my face. I'm not gonna lie. No. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. The Goblin album. Every like everything before Flower Boy. Goblin, um, Wolf. All of he talks about that Goblin mad album stuff. that had one song about. Let me not even say the word. <laughs> Grape. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when he it's said the said. He said, F a pregnant, mm, and tell my friends I had a threesome. But anyways, oh, I'm not involved. Nah. But that's okay. your fave. That's okay. your fave. It's not too... Um, it's your fave. <laughs> Take it back quick. He, listen, listen, listen. After Flower Boy, <laughs> he's my fave. Not the music before that. I don't even listen. I don't, I don't listen to that. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a little bit of it. I said, talking about dragging a body yeah, out to the forest. Just... I said, no. Exactly that. Yes. Very violent, so, yeah. guys. Very violent. Don't listen. Listen. Don't listen to. It. You know he got banned from performing in the UK for six years. Yeah, he did. I was meant to go and see wow. him. This he got banned. That's how serious the lyrics were. Yeah, I don't know that man. Wow. It was even Theresa May. Theresa May said nope. She said I don't too much like that. Mad. What did they think he was gonna do though? It's just his lyrics. Just it's like it's not just. Yeah, music is so influential. It's very influential. It's true. True. It's even true. Reference to our music episode. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Tough> promo. <laughs> Shameless. No, Shameless like But even if you just think about it, like, people always talk about, like, baby mamas, but, like, we don't talk about the fact that Future is a baby daddy. 
plural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even just the way we talk mm-hmm. about stuff. And it, it's so odd because it's like a man. I saw this thing that was so true. It's like very obvious, but a man can walk into a room and impregnate 10 women at the same time. But a woman can only get pregnant once every nine months, at least, you know. And mm-hmm. Yeah, at most, at least. Mm-hmm. Minimum. <laughs> so it's like why are we seen as the ones who are being the baby anythings mm. Mm. that is true you know even the way people are treating this whole summer in london thing you know like him <laughs> you know london's someone said london is a deadbeat dad oh london on the track we got like, like should have known <laughs> london is on the track. yeah it's cool I said they've been toxic though, like oh, yeah. even before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sha, she said that she would feed her children apples and water. So that's very much yeah. that way. <laughs> um, so um as you can probably hear some interesting voices that you've not heard before, and that's because we have let go <laughs> We're just gonna let them introduce themselves. Um yeah, just take it, take it away. Hi everyone, I'm Marie Hannah, or just MH for short, and I'm one third of the Lego podcast. Hi, my name is Wanifa and I am another third of the Lego podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Ayatha. I'm the third third of the Lego podcast. <laughs> and um yeah. And we're just three baby girls who love God and we just talk about everyday issues, issues from the TL or just things that people brought up or conversations in our group chat and then try and look at it through a Christian lens and see what the Bible says about it. So, yeah. yeah. Make sure you like so me. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to link literally all of their details, everything. Literally, yeah. Okay, so we wanted to do just like a little icebreaker, um, just so that you could get to know them more and stuff. So it's called just a little game called This or That, where they're just gonna pick out of two options what they prefer. So the first one is early bird or night owl. Night owl. Mm. I hate getting up early on my days. I'm an early bird. Same. Yeah, I'm an early bird. I, f- I just knew it. I could just. I got the vibe straight away. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've I been so. a night owl, but skipped. The, the sleep just takes Sis, me out. I can relate. <laughs> the early bird. <laughs> the whole no. concept of getting up early, like, oh, girl. Like, what is that? And, uh, no. Simone. I want to be there because it's like. You're not an early bird. Simone. Oh, yeah, no. Simone is <laughs> definitely not an early bird. <laughs> she is. Yeah, I'll say it again. That's my sister. No, honestly. Honestly. <laughs> No, literally, like, don't even try and call her at, like, 10am. 10, 10 you will not get anything. Mm-mm. I'm out. I feel like I kind of want to be, like, an early bird because I feel like that's the more healthy and productive way to live. But, like, I tried to get up at 8.30, like, three days in a row. Mm-mm. It didn't work, honestly. Yes. Like, if I'm, if I'm up That's early, early for me. <laughs> the morning's already started by then. Huh? What time do you wake up? She wakes up Earlier. at, like, 5. Yeah, and I used to like six thirty-ish. Yeah, I used to, I used to get up at five for secondary school. Like I used to be for school. I was up at like six. I was up at six. Yeah, Yeah, true. This earth hasn't seen me at six a.m. since twenty (laughs) eighteen. No, honestly, unless you're like stayed up. No period. (laughs) Yeah, literally. All right, next one is um comedy versus drama. Like what do you prefer to watch? Drama. Drama. Same. Drama. Mm-hmm. I don't find a lot of people yeah. funny. So Same. it's like and I hate when people aren't funny. Something. No, me too. I hate when people mm-hmm. are trying to be funny but aren't because I'll just be watching it like Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. 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 I still pick drama, but if if I was subjected to comedy, I'll I'll still laugh. Mm. (laughs) I'll laugh just to not make things awkward but inside I'm thinking let me leave Uh, also like people like um, Eddie Murphy I don't find Eddie Murphy even slightly funny I can watch stand-up shows with a straight face she's a legend I do actually hear it I do hear it 
I'm not. I'm just saying I dislike him. <laughs> no, okay. Or like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I've, I don't find. Do you know what? Like really in every him. film that Kevin Hart is in, he plays Kevin Hart. He never plays a different character. But I kind of <laughs> think he plays <laughs> Kevin Hart so well that it slightly works for me. Mm. <laughs> true. 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 Um, next one is uh, trainers versus heels. Trainers. <laughs> trainers. Is that one a trick question? Definitely. <laughs> for me, it's none of the above. I'm a Doc Martin babe through and through, but. <laughs> No. I do like a heel though, you know, every once in a I while. Mean, but but not yet, yeah, like on an everyday. Mm. It has so to be a special know, occasion. Jesus, I'm his host of Angels. <laughs> 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 Bro, I'm wearing 25 milliliter lashes because I can't. <laughs> 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 not, not that there's anything wrong with I feel like they only suit certain people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they're so long. I was a 25 okay. millimeter babe for a long time, but I recently stopped. But I could see myself going back, like I could, but it was a no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but with the glasses, wow, so, so long. Glasses, obviously, because you just oh, I don't, you won't catch me outside in these glasses ever. Oh, contacts through and through. <laughs> All right, next is um, wigs versus braids. Braids. I'm gonna have to say wigs. Yeah, now I'm thinking braids. I don't know. I do like the look I'm of wigs. Both. People's wig game has actually increased Insane, yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, as well as the wig game, the price has increased too much. I was looking Ooh, at a certain yeah. redacted brand the other day, and I saw a 14 inch one B wig for 649 pounds. 14 I said, inch. Who were they trying to sell 14. to? 14. No, for real. Was that handmade or I'm confused? Girl, it must have been weaved together by Jesus himself for me to be paid six fifty. Six hundred pounds, but a fourteen inch. As in that thing is just sweeping my shoulder barely. Can you imagine? (laughs) No color one B. They didn't even have to dye it. (laughs) Yeah, in (laughs) it. No, that's a joke. Yeah, no. Okay, next is online shopping versus in store shopping. Online, online. Online. I cannot. I don't think anyone's in store. I'll just be walking around the shop. Like, my mum hates going shopping with me. Because I'll, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go for four hours and still buy nothing. Mm, no, same. The only time I like to it go does. in person, sometimes I, like, treat myself to a little charity shop day. But, like, that involves walking and... It's a lot. It's a lot. Literally. Um, yeah, it's bad to contribute to fast fashion. Like, I'm not going to lie. I should be doing, like, in-store shopping and vintage to save the environment. But... When PLT exists, I have to buy online. So <laughs> I buy online three P, ten P eBay. Yeah, those are my I can't land a bit of a sustainable babe. That's good. Like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> there is that ten percent that next day delivery does come in clutch, but <laughs> <laughs> I just remember when PLT did that thing doing um like the Black Lives Matter of the hands. Oh my gosh, and the hat <laughs> jet black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even the inside yeah. was black. They had a life spiral. Oh, yeah. They had a blink life spiral. Oh, yeah. No, honestly. Oh, gosh. All for the trend, man. All right, next one. It's more like, um, as in for like a future man thing. Would you rather a man that sings all the time, sings to you all the time, or a man that dances as on to warrior and on the dance floor? Man, I would be single. I would be single. I would be single. No, no I wait. I have to sing all the time. Yeah, my, sorry. My brother sings see. all the time, and I, I just walk to the other room. Like, why are you? Breathing in my direction. No, but imagine them dancing and sweating and pounding. Exactly, and there's yeah, the facial expressions sweating. as well. Like, I'm <laughs> so <laughs> the whole, I'm really not for that. Sick. Oh, <laughs> I'm much rather a cigar. Can I do one? Wow. Uh, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather do someone it. who is like in the center at a motive or like a wedding or something? Like dances or, or like, like someone who who sits down sit and down. just looks. Sit down. No, sitting no, down. No, I just looks angry. Sitting down is oh, angry. Yeah. I like to sit down. 
I'll sit down, I'll sit down, period. Like, all I'm no, but you know that, nah, but I just feel like they're boring. Yeah, it's a bit boring. I but... know I'm outgoing. As long as I'm interested to my man, let me be boring to everybody else. It's boring, <laughs> but... You're joking, you're joking. You're joking. You're joking. To be in the middle, no. like, are you actually entertaining? No, exactly. Are you joking? That's you're embarrassing. Are you a clown? <laughs> it's boring, but it's embarrassing. We're both a clown. The, honestly, yeah. To me, though, in general, like, men who always want to be the centre of the attention making... Mm-hmm. Now, I even saw this thing it was like oh yeah. do you like your men like is big social media following a turn on or turn off I said you turn off turn off why does the whole you better not have social <laughs> no for real why does everyone have a story to comment under the picture <laughs> like, when, when you say their first name and people don't have to ask what the second no, no I'm really deep in imagine having a guy that just can't control themselves to that extent that they must take someone else's wedding day. Guys, if if anyone yeah. up performance antics at my wedding, like if you propose to someone on my wedding, oh. if you wear white to my wedding, mm. if you're doing too much at my wedding, I'll remove white you and I won't think much. twice. Yeah. Propose uh, my ugh, I was watching the best man. Why? And then like someone else to propose at my wedding. Mm-mm. So um as you guys have probably guessed, this episode is about women um and submission. So the first question that I wanted to ask was what is submission and how does the Bible define it? To me, I think submission is about sacrifice. I think the problem is we often see submission as synonymous with surrender, but in a marriage or in a partnership, there is no surrender because we're not in a battle. Like we're not fighting one another. Like if you lose, I lose. If I win, you win. It's that sort of cooperation. So to me, submission means um, sacrifice and that's just, part of love like love is sacrificial so submission to me is just another way of loving someone but within the context of your marital relationship and I don't think it should be something that's imposed upon anyone I mean if we're look, taking the biblical um, definition like Jesus doesn't force us to submit to him you're not forced into Christianity or into salvation it's something that you choose to do um, and you choose a daily so that's what submission means to me Wow. Yeah, I, I really like what you said there about it being about, you know, sacrifice and compromise, because I think it's really important um, to note that right after Ephesians 5.22, where it says wives submit to your husbands, it's immediately followed with um, husbands love your wives the way Christ loved the church. Like Christ literally died for the church. He gave it his everything to make it spotless. And so when we look at it that way, we realize it's not just a one way street, me submitting to you, which is always interpreted as me serving you and me kind of being completely under your control it's about me giving and you taking you giving and me taking like it's a it's a balance and I think that's really important to remember yeah definitely I think um literally what you were saying about how um a lot of people use that whole wives submit to their husbands as like the thing that like well you're supposed to do it and it just shows that how much like the bible is taken out of context as well because it's literally yeah like what you said if you just read a bit more you would understand that men even have to die for basically their the period their wife basically. are you ready to fall <laughs> <Yeah>, down <so>. exactly <laughs> literally you're going to sacrifice your life no, as in your entire life because if, if that's what the trade-off is if you want me to obey but you have to die for me i'll take it hell i'll take it <laughs> so you better interpret this yeah. correctly you know <laughs> no honestly uh, yeah literally. no another thing i think is really important to highlight is that it says wives submit to your husbands not women submit to men not wives submit to your boyfriend mm. wives submit to your pastor no, none of that nothing else that's than true. wife to husband <laughs> so i think like we need to remember this is not a thing that like every woman just needs to treat you like some sort of god or prince and second like a husband is not just a title or a label like a husband is a function it is something substantial of character so if you're acting like a demon and going against (laughs) the ways of christ how do you expect me to follow you are you mad i cannot submit to such things such debauchery (laughs) is it crack is it crack it's just crack (laughs) i do think though like i wonder if there are some men that like specifically target christian women because they know that they're meant to submit Mm. to their husband that's weird because like not all christian women are the same like they have different personalities Mm. as well so even like someone's version of submission Like, if someone sees, if, like, a woman sees submission as just obeying your every word, 
and you think because another woman is Christian, she'll be the same. Oh, and yeah, you'll get another thing coming if you try the same <laughs> hey, thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, like NWA you. said, I ain't the one. Okay. <laughs> I am Period. not the one. <laughs> I am no, not the honestly. one or the two. Oh no, like, period. Um, why do you think historically though, um, women have been um the kind of gender that has to submit to their husband? Like as well as obviously the like the biological factors that women are weaker than men, but why is it so like preached onto women to obey and be good and all that stuff whilst men it's like mm. I just feel like it's more like boys will be boys. Yeah. I just feel like literally from a young age we're socialized to behave a certain way. So boys are socialized into being tougher, louder, the breadwinners. We're taught like even just with things that we play when we're younger, like girls immediately, some in most traditional households, girls are taught to like, you know, play with dolls, like have like cooking sets. Boys are taught to go play football. Um, with their friends if they fall down it's not really seen as deep but if a girl falls down now like the girls like nurture just even small things like that and then as we grow up like even um because I started watching The Crown recently and even the portrayal of girl even the portrayal of Margaret Thatcher (laughs) as well like Iron Lady for real all she is like I I don't like her but all she was doing really was being a woman that had a goal in a way but because she what's the word like she did not conform to what other women were like at the time she was seen as this I guess masculine sort of person instead of just a woman that had a brain do you get what I mean that's true you know it's so interesting that you say that because um I don't know if anybody knows about this channel but there's this channel on YouTube called The Take and they do trope mm. videos and one of the tropes was the strong woman mm-hmm. stereotype and they also do the strong black woman stereotype but I was watching the strong woman one yesterday and they were saying how a woman can have all these traits that a man has and they'll just look down on it and even when they create yeah. female characters they just make it all about their strength or all about this and all about that and like mm. people like this they're normal they're traits that are looked at as normal on a man but as soon as a woman shows authority she's bossy and yeah. you know she's yeah. speaking out of place and that's the whole idea like when people have it in their minds that women should submit quote unquote as in anything that anybody says they have to follow then they see a woman taking um authority or having her own voice as wrong which is yeah. just mm. it, it's it even reminds me of uh you know that um, american football team and like how they won the the ladies won and like literally they were all saying like oh they're so proud and blah 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 but they were really acting as like a normal football team if they would win like i think they won like the yeah the women's world cup or something Mm -hmm. and they were like literally got so much hate for being prideful especially the captain like she was so prideful she was this but it literally just she She was was just kind of proud of Mm-hmm. Like exactly, how a man yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Like, why do they expect women to be meek? Like we have to hide in us. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Like they really expect mm-hmm. women to be fragile and to be small and timid. And I don't. I don't. I'm not understanding. It's not making sense. Yeah. To be honest, if we're like asking the question, like where has this subjugation of women come about? I think we do have to acknowledge the role of like religion in that as well, because I think that that's been um, a way that a lot of people have justified that. And I was just um, flicking back to my Bible to when I made some notes in Genesis 3 about the creation of Eve. And a lot of people's justification is that, oh, women came from men therefore you know we're the ogs they're kind of like just the side pieces that type of thing um and i read this really amazing commentary on it and i just want to read out a couple sentences from it um it says god gave adam a companion a helper corresponding to him fitted to be his companion to be one with him in love and sympathy Eve was created from a rib taken from the side of Adam, signifying that she was not meant to control him as the head, nor was she to be trampled under his feet as an inferior, but to stand by his side as an equal. She was bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, showing the close union and affectionate attachment of that union as well. And also if we we just um, think to the New Testament, like the Bible makes it very clear, like there is no man or woman, slave or free, Jew or Greek, we're all one under Jesus Christ. So any notion of inequality that anybody has between the sexes is 
in my opinion, just plainly incompatible with the gospel. Mm. And so I think these kind of old school interpretations, i.e. men bending the word to fit their agenda, it can't run. Mm. I think some of these conversations are like, just unneeded. Especially like the people who bring it up, they're unmarried. Mm. Have they even been in a stable relationship? Mm-hmm. And there's a type of thing like when uh, was it Paul who said like some of these um, discussions you have like they're so unneeded that like, you just bring division within the church. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important, and like, we don't need any more division in the church, especially with things like things with submission. Like so many things that will probably come up in marriage. You probably don't know how it is until you're actually married. So why are you twisting your head and using your brain cells to tell other people <laughs> what to do? Yeah. That's true. Right. Well, Brisky That's said, true. drink water and mind. mind too. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't lie. <laughs> she didn't tell me lie. And something else... Um, Mary Hannah said, I always get gems from Mary Hannah um, in the episode <laughs> with our dads. Um, the whole, the thing about wives submit to your husbands, it's an instruction to the wives. So I don't know why so many men are getting their nicotine mm. twist trying to enforce it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an instruction mm-hmm. that came from God. Yeah, we see it. We'll do with it what we have to do. Just like we all see the Ten mm-hmm. Commandments and we do with them what we have to do. It's not your business mm-hmm. to come and enforce the Ten Commandments in, in your brother's mm-hmm. life. So why would you try to enforce this on me? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not the Jesus police. <laughs> no, yeah. for real. Just men and women's business. No, yeah. for real. We hate to see it. No, yeah, for real. Stay out of women's <laughs> business. Needy leaks. <laughs> You <laughs> don't do that. Oh yeah, Nini. <laughs> I love that woman. <laughs> oh, Simone, I was thinking this is the perfect time for you to tell, you know, that story. Oh yes. Uh... Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a few years back, there was a church conference at our university. I'm not gonna name the church, because I really do like the church, but I didn't like what I didn't like this particular, you know, thing. So it's like a Valentine's Day special. And they had a panel and they had this pastor and his wife and um, the pastor's wife had come to basically, she was just speaking about their relationship. And then she was like, oh, this is why feminists are, you know, they're not good. Have you noticed all these feminists, they're not married, they die alone. I said, number one, auntie, your statistics are not statisticking because... (laughs) (laughs) They're not statisticizing. (laughs) I said, I like, this is sums now adding up it's, it's not right like mm-hmm. no um and she, I, I could just tell she had this idea of feminism and it upsets me because me i personally identify as a feminist um and like that's obviously that's the thing for where it's like equality of the sorry political social and economical equality of the sexes like i'm not a feminazi I'm not a misandrist, by the way. A misandrist is the opposite of a misogynist, someone who hates men. I don't hate men. <laughs> I'm not a feminazi where oh. I'm like, oh, every, like, men can't open doors for, you know them ones where they're getting upset? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I still like a chivalrous. That's fine. You know what? You pay for me. I don't mind. I don't mind. But like, there were people that like, this auntie just came and she was saying this, 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 this. And I was like, why is she shouting at feminists? And this was in a, this was at a church conference and the audience was going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were clapping like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was I was creasing. No, honestly, like she just came with so much like anger towards feminist. like feminists. And yeah, literally saying that like they they'll never find a husband, yeah, they'll, they'll be forever alone. Where do they want to be alone? Oh quite <laughs> That is very Paul true. Is example of the Apostle Paul. Oh. Mm. I you wish you were like me and he's single. Paul was married. Paul was married <laughs> I think Paul was married and then widowed or something. Is that correct? Oh. Is that them yeah, married and then widowed. Paul was married. So, I just personally yeah. feel like this com- this is all for our wider discussion about how we view marriage because I don't think marriage is a prize. How dare you try to use yeah, weaponize so somebody having no husband as whether they're successful or yeah. not? And right. because we're talking about feminists or feminists, what about the women in the church who just don't 
have husbands for whatever reason. Because we can talk about colors and we can talk about the fact that a lot of men are just maybe not up to the plate. We've spoken about baby daddies and all that type of situation. It's not just the sort of thing where you pluck a husband from a tree. As Anita said, a husband is a function, not a title. So if you're not ready to post up and play the role, then like there is not going to be a husband. Like it's a current trend from Mr. Not Feminist. How many people do you know getting married these days? 30 years old, not married. Exactly. 30 years old, not married. Real. In marriage benefits men more than it does women. So please, leave. I was even seeing a you statistic know? that said like nowadays like the average age of marriage for women is like the highest that it's ever been. And I understand why, because these men take so long to mature. Yes. Mm-hmm. So long let's talk about before we talk about, you know, feminists or feminazis, you know, spoiling mm-hmm. the market. Let's talk about how the market is not there to begin with. Let's talk no. about the imbalance mm-hmm. of eligible <laughs> men, Christian men compared to eligible <laughs> Christian women. Because now if I speak, no, you know, no, honestly, I was literally listening to this um, podcast and like, apparently the ratio of Christian men, Christian women to men is seven to one. So for every seven women, there is one. And if we take the men who are Christians, not just by title, but by substance and character, exactly, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) down to ten to one, a tithe of men. Literally, and I feel like because Christian men know that they have options, they just mess about because they know that there's way more that they can pick. You know why? This is my favorite scripture to draw on in these times. It's not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven because I just feel like that really speaks volumes. (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone who says, I'm a Christian, I'm a good Christian boy. Shut up your mouth. <laughs> this is why I say I want a God fearing man because being a Chris, Christian is just a title nowadays. No, no, Christian is a It's even yeah, true. But yeah, I really just want to um draw back to what Marianne said because, like, I saw a thread of brilliant tweets from Courtney Daniela and she was just saying about how women in the church are kind of. um socialized to think that their their only or highest form of ministry is to be wives or to you know mm. to to be mothers and that kind of thing i even know of particular churches whose whole doctrine is forced is um centered around women just having lots of children and that sort of things mm. um wow. like that's their ultimate calling in life ignoring the fact that like yeah. your purpose your calling might be to be single might not be to have any children does that mean that you haven't fulfilled your purpose um in christ is that what it is at all at all I, me, me, I want kids. You know, me, you know, I want, I want like, the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, 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 I want kids. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm saying that's okay if you don't want kids. No, it's, yeah. that's the thing. I'm not going to police like, my sisters. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. No, no, ob- yeah, not, obviously, yeah, that's not. Um... We're actually not called to judge people's lives. Like, mm-hmm. no, for that's, real. No, no. That's, that's actually God's job. In fact, people judge not lest ye be judged. You know? We have we have a friend that's SDA and she basically said that they, there was only like two women that they knew that were preachers and basically it's quite more frowned upon in like the SDA um, denomination to have um, women preachers. So we kind of wanted to know your kind of opinion. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I know that in some like regions and stuff like that women can't even be like properly ordained as ministers and I don't mind saying it like I'm very actively strongly against that position um I think it's it's very wrong outdated and aged I think that God can call on anyone to be his servant to be his voice the SDA church was founded by a woman so let's start there first and foremost yeah so I don't know what that kind that that archaic it's just the fact that the leaders in the church right now are all men of a particular political inclination and so whenever there's like a general conference meeting about changing the rule they are the ones on the board making the decision and so it's going to need a new generation of you know younger more progressive pastors coming in to actually change because how can women even have a say in the decision making process if women can't even reach that point of leadership I think Mm -hmm. it's just very it's kind of upsetting because I had like when I was really young I really wanted to be a pastor for a certain period in my life because my church had like children's days and stuff. And I would just go, and, you know, preach like a little preaching girl and whatever. <laughs> and then to realize that I was like, oh, and I think another thing for me is like, although I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, it's like I'm it's not that I believe the 
things, I believe, because I'm SDA. For me, my personal faith comes first before being part of that institutional denomination. So, yes, I believe in the Sabbath and currently the SDA church is a Sabbath keeping church. So that's why I go to church on Saturday. But if I was to found my own church that keeps the Sabbath and doesn't have all them nasty things, I would do that. You know what I mean? It's not one wild die on the line for this denomination. So yeah, I disagree with with the rule. <laughs> Even I swear in um Catholic Catholicism, Catholicism, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I swear it's like a, a stop, man. Trying to, um, what's it? <laughs> they can't get married or something like that. I can't remember. Like there's just some mad yeah, rules. I feel like they can't get married. No, nuns can't get married. Oh, nuns nuns can't. They're dedicated to the... I think that's extremely problematic because it it kind of equates um, not having sex with, like, purity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This whole... Child, that's a a conversation. It needs to go in the bin. In the bin. What needs to go in the bin is the church's weighing up of different types of sin. The mm-hmm. Bible makes it plain mm-hmm. that all sin is equal under equal the eyes of God. Than- so, and and the idea that nowhere in the scriptures it mentions as a type of sin that can taint you entirely. So this idea of of purity, like if you have sex, you're impure, as if Jesus didn't wipe it all away at Calvary. As if are you saying that yeah. you doesn't have the power to to wash away sexual impurity? Quotation marks. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. somehow. Yeah, we. No, honestly, we literally, um, in like a really early episode, we were talking about like soul ties as well and the, like if the existence of them. So obviously like say if like they, cause it's not really mentioned like that in the Bible, but if it, say it does exist, like, like soul ties can be created. Like what you said, if you come to Jesus, like, is it like you're forgiven of everything, but you still got that soul tie there. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really do anything about it. Like, it doesn't really make sense why it would, everything is like clean. And then other that. sins are fine. It doesn't yeah. make sense. A lot of people on, on Twitter had actually said they feel like some churches use soul ties to basically like deter people from having sex. And no, that's what it like is. The whole purity tactic. narrative is is people they're kind of the church uses it as like scaremongering or like yeah. deterrence. Mm-hmm. And so you even hear about couples who become married and then still feel uncomfortable with the idea of sex because all their lives they've just been told that sex is a negative thing inherently as if god didn't make it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's so mad that's so mad um also i wanted to mention because i know like obviously we're talking about how how they don't allow women to preach Mm -hmm. and a lot of people like to go to the verse um ephesians 5 22 no no not ephesians 5 22 that's submit sorry 1 timothy 2 verse 12 to 15 and where paul says i do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man um for it was the woman who deceived and became a sinner i referring to eve um eve came from adam all of this kind of stuff yes i just want to just really quickly like i don't want to beef with paul but (laughs) eve was deceived and adam actively sinned no one tricked adam into eating the fruit (laughs) that's all Adam is also the one who heard the instruction straight from God. Eve heard the instruction Mm -hmm. from Adam. That's all I'm going to say. That is actually very true. Anyways, (laughs) proceed. (laughs) (laughs) You can carry on now. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like on that verse, a lot of people take it and are like, and one thing I have to say with just, Paul's section of the Bible in general. There are times where Paul has even written in his letters, this is personally from me. He said certain things like, this is not God saying this is personally from me. I don't know whether that refers to this section, but apparently the reason why Paul had said that in this church is because I think the woman, some of the women were being unruly. So people decided yeah, to yeah. out of context. And then in 1 Corinthians 11, 5, Paul speaks about women who pray and prophesy in the church meetings. So mm-hmm. this whole idea that women can't be pastors, it doesn't add up. And then it also mm-hmm. says um, there were two women um, in Philippians who like literally were with Paul, like essentially mm-hmm. disciples in the gospel. So like, mm-hmm. pe- like people really tried to, they take verses and they just want to, you know, put yeah, it, yeah, just twist yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That God, yeah. That's, that's not God's purpose for us. Like, I, I don't, I really don't feel like God would not want 
are, like that's the highest calling that is the highest calling to be called mm. doing stuff with god why would god not want that for us it doesn't yeah. mm. so that passage is super interesting because like i was as you were saying it now and as as i read about it yesterday like even the title of the entire chapter is so telling it's a letter from paul to timothy about a, the early church in ephesus and i think we have to remember we always see this in our podcast like scripture is god breathed but it's also literature and it has context and the early church were basically essentially house groups so the rule that would be applicable to one house group is not the same rule that's going to be applicable to another house group one they're not going to be the same customs they're not going to be the same they're not going to have the same habits and so in that breath the way in which we look at paul's instruction here as you have already said, has got to be particular to the church that Timothy was leading. And even the passage where, as you read, I'm Laura Simone about, but Adam was first created than Eve. I think a lot of people use that as terms of like creating a superiority and an inferiority um, complex. But if we go by script, if we go by like the creation story, animals were created first before humans. So succession has nothing to do with authority. So we can't oh, even use that. Loud it. Mm-hmm. Reload it. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> you don't think about like scripture in its totality. I don't think enough mm. because there's a reason why Paul referenced Adam and Eve here, but it's not about inferior or superior. It's about the positions that you play. Um, and so I, yeah, I just think that's super interesting. That was a serious word. That was a serious word. That was a serious word. Word, 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 The last kind of point that we had for today um, is how does African tradition glorify submission and where does it go wrong? Because <sighs> I do feel like this whole woman and submission thing is not just a religion thing, like when people were talking about, it's a culture thing. Mm-hmm. And I personally had culture clashes when it comes to my parents, like with some of their ideals. One point um, that I had is that um, sometimes like when there are adults and even like uncles especially, they'll be like, oh, no, 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 listen to me. You know, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And there's this idea that because of age and tradition, you can't challenge authority. And I really don't like, I dislike that. I will not be teaching my children that. I will not be teaching my children that at all. At all. Because it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. um, trigger warning, just case anybody you know like some people who have been victims of sexual assault it's happened because there's been an uncle and he said i know better than you you know i know i'm doing and that that whole kind of thing yeah mm, it's very yeah no honestly i was gonna um just say that like even in like african churches i remember like my friend she went like um to um, malawi where she's from to like just like go to their church and stuff and she like Basically, she had, like, cut the back of her hair or something like that, and they had told her to wear a hat because they said that it, it would look like she's being, like, a lesbian or something. Aww. She had shaved oh, that's her such a big hair. Thing in Literally. Oh, guys, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. I think like, the major problem... It, it, I, I don't want to generalise it with Africans. They, they love power dynamics. Oh, yes. They love it. Yes, Even whether it's just government, that. civilians within oh. the household, parents, children, even within the parents, <laughs> firstborn, and the ones oh, after. Yes. That's why so many of them shake nyash for the royal family. That's why so many <laughs> Africans are in bondage to the queen. That's even why so many Africans love Diana. No, yes, yes, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. So because you've never said for countries. Oh, you are disenfranchised by this man. <laughs> because he's the president. Status is too much. No, it's true. No, honestly. I've cried. I've cried. <laughs> no, I just, I do want to touch on this whole um African thing. And I just have to preface this. Shout out to my parents if you're listening. My parents are very like, um... I would say, I don't want to even say westernized because that makes it sound like the Western way of... D- they're very liberal kind of thing so like Mm -hmm. I've very much grown up in a household where my dad cooks and cleans my mum has always worked full-time like they both work they share duties and that kind of thing but I know from looking at even some of my friends parents I know one particular family (laughs) and the man um 
he asks I'm his saying. wife to cook him in shima every day if you guys like that is called sadza awesome, yeah. also like a, a swallow like pounded jam that type of thing mm-hmm. every oh, day mm-hmm. and if it was in the freezer he wouldn't eat it if she prepared it the previous day wait, she was wait, working full time so she had to do it fresh every day I know, I know households where I went to, cause I went to Zambia a few years ago and my mum gave my, my little cousin something and he, he received it with just one hand and his mum shouted at him and was like, that's not how you take things from your elders. You need to kneel down and take it with both hands. And my mum was just like, bruh. And I was just like, <laughs> bruh. I was just like, is it? No, honestly. Or much. even like the whole giving things with your left hand, like oh, yeah, I get my right hand no, as well. For me, mm. my nerve. No, honestly. That's not like you know, so children much. have been bullied into being ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. Do you know that's mm. just mm. Like, I don't, I don't, it's superstition. I just need they need to dash it. Even what Wanipa said, I identify so much because like my dad is the like if anything my dad is the one who does more household stuff and i love that i've been raised in a house where it's not like the dad cooks the mom cleans like i i'm very i'm so blessed like when i realize that and i go outside and some people like no my mom does this my dad does this and like they both work they both look after us there's not really any gender roles and it's good because like I haven't grown up thinking, oh, I have to do this. Even sometimes when my dad says, you have to do da 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 as a woman, I'm like, I don't want my siblings also to grow up thinking that they have to fit into certain gender roles. Like my brother, <laughs> if anything, my brother's doing the vacuuming more than I do, you know? Like there's no, there's no sort of, person does more chores or this person has to cook more like we're, we've all been taught to cook we've all been taught to clean and it's yeah. I, I'm, mm. I'm just glad, I'm glad to, and that i can pass it down to my kids so. yeah mm. yeah it just reminds me yeah like when some aunties are like oh you don't know how to cook how are you yeah, gonna never how you eat but how no for real how 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 that should be the question how will you feed yourself yeah. <laughs> like cooking is a life skill not a gender role yeah. cleaning is yeah. a life skill you have to learn how to cook to impress a man that no for real because the that. single men should they just be starving until the point of marriage exactly should they be that. dying left <laughs> that's what i was about to say you know some oh. people that have been yeah, literally socialized they can't cook and they're looking for women to cook for them it's like you know right I you know, know it's very embarrassing. Very <laughs> no, for real. But even like you do it's see it in very... some um you you do see mm-hmm. it in some like um cultural practices as well. Not just I it's not just an interpersonal thing, like even in, in Zambia there's this um tradition before you get married that the family of the bride cooks like every traditional dish in Zambia from like bush mice to intestines to fish, all of that, and then the husband's family come and eat it. My mom told me this. So I looked at her and I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, the math isn't mathing. Because me mm. personally, you won't have me stood anywhere for hours at a time. So I won't be in that kitchen what? cooking. Mm. Even like the whole bride price thing in general. No, yeah. Let's even unpack that. That one as well. Gowry. We didn't leave that with Charles Dickens. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one as well. Yeah. I'll still take the money. No, I can't. But I I'll accept it. But in Zambia, the bride price like goes to the parents for kind of it's the like they lose for them losing the daughter. It's not going to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah, I can. And the thing about the bride price is like it's it's transactional. Like my mum didn't have a my parents didn't have my mum didn't have a bride price. My dad, like my, my maternal granddad, was very traditional. He was just like, because she's not for sale. And the thing is, just like, so if anything goes wrong, they're gonna expect you to pay their money back. So it's like, if you have a expensive wife and it was fifty k, if the husband's just like, I want to divorce you, she did this. Like, why am I? So it's just like, no. He was just like, but that's very unserious. So that's why it's actually the bride price is to be eradicated. It's transactional, and I'm not a transaction. I'm not a possessive. Yeah. No, for yeah. real. Yeah. For real. Even the whole um, like your dad walking you down the aisle and passing you to your husband, like that's how they used to like transact the, yeah. the wives like, back in the day. Mm. Well, but that was so that's a cute. Like, that's yeah. a cutie. Oh, I like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I was still going to do it. Right, even a bride wearing white to symbol. 
to signify her purity. Like, virginity, purity. Yeah. There's just so much, which is like, it's crazy because like, these are all like, these traditions are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Like, I'm ready to go down the island. <laughs> but it's like, these things have actually, you know, what was the craziest thing today? I even saw this tweet that was like, most female beauty standards have arisen from pedophilia. Like yeah. women ha- having hairless bodies, really small women being, you know, seen as more desirable and attractive. I said, the, so yeah, the tall guy, yeah. all of that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's, okay somehow. it's true. It's that was a big digression. I'm sorry, y'all. But, um, <laughs> no, that's, sorry. Okay. No, that's so scary. No, for it's, real. Oh, damn. It's true. Damn. Us women go through a laugh. <laughs> We, we really do. do. We, we do. Being, um, a, yeah, being do. a woman is hard. Being a black it woman is, is even oh, hard. Oh, we want to no. If I start, I won't stop. <laughs> if we start, <laughs> that's another episode. Black women. The dark skin fans. I've spoken. Mm-hmm. Literally. It scares me, like, when we, like, all eventually go into, like, the working world as well, like, different discrimination that you can face mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As if racism wasn't yeah. enough by itself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then you add woman to it. Honestly. Have to sprinkle oh, things on top. Mm. Well. Nah, literally. Well. Do you know what though? <sighs> That's a really good tie-in. That is a really good tie-in to today's truth. Truth. Yep. All right. So, um, just to conclude, as we do with every episode, we have a today's truth. Yeah. Um. So today it is on Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five, and it is she is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Amen. So, Period. Yeah, Amen. Amen. Yeah, Aww. definitely. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so nice having you guys. Guys, are we gonna pray? <laughs> are we gonna? Oh, do you want to pray? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for um, being with us today, and we thank you just for the truth of your word about who we are in you, um, and how we have freedom in you as women, Father, and how um, it's not about whether we're great, the men, or um less than them father but it's just who we are and who we're called to be in you and i pray that how we move forward in our lives and as the listeners move forward father and just continue the rest of the year um into the new year um we just all step into a greater awareness of our purpose and our calling in you regardless of gender roles or stereotypes or culture or superstition but just really enjoy the people that you've been called us that you have called us to be father and just step into everything that you have for us we thank you and we ask you to help us to move forward in wisdom in our adulthood father in terms of how we navigate these different sort of cultural expectations and just help us always come back to the start, come back to who you made us father um, as your children. In your name I've prayed. Amen. Amen. Oh no, Amen. guys, it's been Thank amazing. You guys for watching. Was fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. no honestly thank you so much this was more of a big like cute conversation such good vibes literally our first collab we'll see you next episode yes bye everyone bye guys bye guys